Hello, friends, and welcome to Belief Beat, a podcast out of Unity Lutheran Church. We're here in Brookfield, Wisconsin, and we have been taking time every week during this pandemic to sit down and have a conversation about things that matter with people that matter. And today I've got three special guests with us. I'll just rewind and say that um, we've, it's been really fun to find all these different ways to do church and stay connected over these last six months. But one of the things we've really, really missed as uh, being around our young people, being around all of our church kids. We have, as you know, incredible kids in our church family and we love them tons and they add so much energy and wisdom to our space and we really, really miss them. So I am just delighted to have three of our wonderful young people with us tonight. I've got Abby Buston, I've got Alex Hahn, and I've got Evan Harder. And I'm gonna tell you a little bit about them and then we're gonna pick their brains for 30 minutes uh, just about their family and their life and what they want um, us as adults to know about being a kid and their advice to us on how we can keep shaping the world that both God and they dream it could be. So let me tell you a little bit about them. But first, welcome all of you guys. Welcome Alex, Evan, Sophie. Hi. Hello. Okay, let me tell you about Sophie. Sophie is 10 years old. She enjoys reading, playing piano, singing, playing video games, and dyeing her hair fun colors, which you can't see, but right now it is bright orange. It looks awesome, Sophie, you look great. She's going into fifth grade, and she has been coming to Unity Cross of Life since she was a baby. Welcome, Sophie. All right, and next we have Alex. Alex is 12. He loves to play soccer. He also enjoys trumpet and piano, and he is a math whiz. This is true. He's got two human brothers, Bennett and Connor, and a brand new golden retriever puppy who they just got yesterday, whose name is Charlie. And he is, was baptized at Unity and has been going there his whole life. And Evan, Evan is also 12. Evan, you've been going to Unity for four years. He says he is a Jurassic Park nut. He loves reading. He builds lots of Legos. He was just showing us his most recent set that he's done. He is a first degree black belt. He enjoys swimming. Oh, and he just got back from a trip to Disney. So welcome, Evan. All right, well, thanks to all of you who are joining and listening, and thanks to our three guest speakers. We together came up with some questions that we thought would be fun to talk about. And our first one is about siblings, because I promise we didn't plan this, but it turns out that Sophie, Alex, and Evan, and myself actually, are all the oldest sibling in our family. And these three are all the oldest of three, so they each have two younger siblings. So we would love to hear from you guys uh, your thoughts on being the oldest, the best and worst parts, um, if it's you know the best place to be in the family or if you'd rather be a different place in the sibling order. But uh, yeah, so tell us about being an oldest. Evan, why don't you go first? Um, and I like being the oldest because, well, and I get to stay up the latest. That's like <laughs> my bedtime is usually 8.30 during school year, and Ellie and Grayson is usually 8 o'clock, so that's nice. 
I don't have to go to school with two of, with my younger siblings until high school. My last year of high school, I have to go to school with Ellie again, but it's been a while. Um, and I don't like being the oldest because I have the most work to do. <laughs> and I'm held to the highest standards, so. Oh, excellent. So just, it was a little bit quiet. So tell me if I got this right, Evan. So you like being the oldest because you get to go to bed the latest a half an hour after everybody else. Yeah. And you'll get to be in school with them or you'll be in separated from them? I won't be in school with them. You get to have your own space at school until the very end of high school. And the hard parts are that you have harder chores and you get held to a higher standard. Yeah. <laughs> what are your hardest chores? Well, they're not that hard. It's just not fun because I have more chores. Yeah. What was the last chore that you did? The last chore I did. I cleaned the hallway. <laughs> uh, Sophie, tell us, what do you think about being an oldest? So, one, your siblings, like, just feed off everything that you get. Like, if I were to get a phone, then they would just be like, Sophie, can I play games on your phone? And it's really annoying. Two, I don't actually get an older bedtime than them. I only get um their bedtime than um Arthur, who is um the littlest. Then mm -hmm. me and Nora go to bed at the same time. Mm -hmm. I think it's annoying. And third, um, I have like anger problems a little, so sometimes I get mad when Arthur's being annoying. And I get like so mad at him and I get like a ton of they, my family has like these card system it's like you get a card and you have to do a chore and then I get a million and he gets like none just for being <laughs> annoying yes yes little siblings can be incredibly frustrating Alex do you ever get mad at your little brothers yes I do and it's less because like they're deliberately trying to do it it's just like they do something and it annoyed but then they realize that and then they keep doing it <laughs> so Alex if you could pick to be the oldest the middle or the baby which one would you pick I'd honestly probably pick the oldest just because in my house my mom and my dad are both oldest childs like they they know what I'm feeling like just with the way that my brothers are Mm -hmm. And, yep. like, I feel like old, the oldest child is nice because, like, on a time scale, you, you technically get everything first, like you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's also kind of like, you know how, like, so the first child gets, like, their phone from an age point, like, the latest. And each, like, for instance, so I got an iPad when I was 10, I think. Bennett got an iPad pad when he was like seven and then Connor got Connor's got one just over quarantine when he was like six so it early okay so this this brings me to my second our second question because I think uh, just hearing you guys talk about your siblings and how hard it can be reminds me that at the age that you guys are at a really big part of your life is trying to figure out how to live with your siblings which then you know like me once you grow up you 
um, don't even maybe even see your sibling that much. So it's super different. So I know Sophie, you had really wanted to talk about this other question, which was just like, remind us as adults what it's like being 10 and 12. Remind us what it's like to be your age. What, what do you think we forget as grownups? Mommy said like I had a really good idea when I said this and um, I think I do too. It's Tell like us. when you're like 10 or 12, you have the feeling that like some things you're too young for, but like other things you're too old for. So you're just like in the middle and it's hard being a tween. Mm -hmm. That's totally true. Not a baby and not a teenager. I was going to ask you guys if, you know, I was thinking about how to introduce you and I was taught, I keep saying a podcast with kids, but do you guys feel like kids? Or if I call you a kid, is that feel like I'm talking about someone way younger than you. What do you think, Sophie? To be honest, I'm kind of fine with people calling me a kid. Just I get annoyed. I'm like, please don't call me a kid. I'm fine. Just call me Sophie, okay? I don't like like being called anything but my real name. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Alex, what do you that's think? Crazy. Do you feel like if I call you a kid, does that feel like, yeah, that's what I am? Or does that feel like, are well, you talking about a tiny person? <laughs> Each age kind of has, like, their own, like, when you're a baby, you're a baby or an infant. When you're a toddler, you're a toddler. I feel like we could be classified as kids more commonly, but we're all technically, like, a tween, like, in between a, mm -hmm. like, you're in between, like, the, like, like, four to, like, ten, I would, like, normally consider a kid, but also not the 13 to, like, 20 that is a teenager. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe a tween. What do you think, Evan? Do you like being called a kid, or does that, do you feel like you're too old for that? So, yeah, thanks, for everyone, for hanging with us. Evan's going to look for a spot with better internet. Don't worry, Evan, we'll still be here when you get back. So, Sophie, you would like to remind us that you're kind of at a weird, a weird in-between stage, not kid, yeah. not teen, uh, which is a great point. Alex, what, what would you like to remind adults about your age? Um, that like, during this time you, like there are some things as a, like as someone who is like younger than most people and like your inner kid, like you wanna go do, mm -hmm. but then you also kinda wanna be cool and like hang out with the adults at the same time. So yeah. sometimes it's hard making like a decision when like you wanna do both, but you kinda have to decide. Right. Do I want to be, do I want to be young or old right now? Yeah, totally. I'd but, rather be young because like being young has privileges. It's hard to be an old person. Alex, what do you, how would you say, like if you think about how often you decide, do you think is it like half the time you want to be older and half the time you want to be more like a kid or is it two thirds, one third? It will depend on the situation. Like sometimes like when there's like a large group of people that like I know like my like my extended family like I'll normally like like half the time I want to be with the kids and half the time I want to be with like the adults at home normally I'm more with the kids just because my parents with like coronavirus actually have to work and I kind of have to help Bennett and Connor like play and play with them but then when they're available I do like to be by them so Evan has rejoined us from a new location in his house. 
Yeah. Evan, um, why don't you try, see if, see if you can answer and we'll see how well we can hear you. So what do you want grownups or adults to remember about your age? Well, I want them to remember sometimes it's good to let us like ex just experience something for ourselves. Like sometimes it's just better to let us like figure something out for ourselves than to just tell us the answer. Like hmm. what my mom is really good at doing is like when I can't figure out how to spell something, she'll say, well, how do you think it's spelled instead of just telling me how it's spelled? So you really like to be able to have the space and time to just figure something out on your own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a very helpful thing for, I mean, I'm thinking of even my own kid who's almost three. That's a good thing for me to remember. So thank you for that reminder. And so now let's shift gears just a little bit, still thinking about, I, I mean, this is just such a cool chance for us as adults to hear from you as kids or tweens or whatever we have decided to call, to hear from you, Alex, Evan, and Sophie. So, uh, yeah, what do you want us to know as adults, right? There are so many decisions being made right now with coronavirus, with racism, with the environment. Um, there's a lot of decisions being made right now that are going to affect what kind of world you live in as you get older. So what do you want, what do you want to tell us? What's your advice for us as we try and figure out, I mean, I think most of us are trying to do our best to make a good world to pass on to you guys. Um, but you probably have some good thoughts on that. And I think Alex wanted, you wanted to go first for this one. I, I see that you want to answer Sophie and you can go after Alex for sure. What's your advice to us, Alex? Um, Mainly just like think about if you were a different person in this situation, would you want somewhat like what you are doing? Like, would you want what you are doing to make them feel comfortable in this situation? Like, and just like love your, love your neighbor as yourself. Make sure that you're not like, like if you find yourself having bi like biases, check yourself and do better next time. The best way to do it. So like to try and see something for, through somebody else's eyes and imagine. Yeah, empathy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's not always easy. Alex, do you think are kids better at empathy or adults better at empathy? Or does it just depend on the person? I think it depends on the person because I think to, like from a kid to a kid, like the kid can understand, like kids can understand kids better because they know like, in general, like, the general parameters of what is happening, and, like, and, like, from, like, kid to adult, I think the kid can feel, it's, it's harder for them to feel empathy for adults, because just, they've never been an adult, they don't know what's happening, like, but the adults can feel empathy for the kids, because they've, they've already been, like, 9, 10, 11, 12, and, like, older than that, too, so they know what's coming, so they can, like, sympathize with them, like, in advance, they know like there might be a hard time coming or something mm -hmm. so the more similar you are to someone yeah the easier and then the bigger challenge if if their world's really different yeah awesome Sophie how about you advice for adults my dad told me once when I was having anger problems because I was already told you we have those kind of things 
and he told me that um, emo you can't let your emotions control your brain. You have to let your brain control itself. Because sometimes when people make decisions, their emotions are controlling their brain. Or sometimes they don't even get to make the decision. Sometimes they just straight up do it. And also, a bit about racism is racism is actually not something based on science. It's a creation of society. It's something that we made up. So why, people? Why? Why is it a thing? Why are all these bad things in the earth a thing? It's because people have different emotions, different brains, different everything. But we don't need to change that, in fact. We need everybody to be different. But people should not be bad, okay? Moral of the story, don't be an idiot. <laughs> so you would really like us as adults when we're making decisions to kind of um, take a deep breath and think about it really carefully and use all the good information that we have. Thank you, Sophie. Evan, what about you? What's your advice to adults as we try and um, make a better world? Well, don't think about the present. Think about the future. Like, not even when us kids are going to be adults, but when our kids are going to be adults. Mm -hmm. A good example of this, this is not related to anything but tolls. When the cities were first building roads, the, the, the state had the decision. You want tolls? You want to have tolls on your roads and you can make money that way? Or do you just want a bunch of money right now to help you build up your cities and stuff? And like Wisconsin didn't think about the future. They thought about the present. So they took the money straight up. But now Illinois is still earning even more money from the tolls. So stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Just think. Don't just go ahead with something that seems like it will be good, but then in the future could be very bad. So it sounds like as a group, your advice to those of us who are adults and making decisions is think really thoughtfully and logically about our decisions to think long, very long-term, what are the long-term effects and benefits and to have empathy for those around us. I think that is some really wise, wise stuff. And we don't have that much more time, but I know that we wanted to talk just a little bit about church, since this is our church podcast. And church is a place where, at least before the pandemic, all three of you spent quite a bit of time. And I think, I think this is true for all three of you that you haven't been around since this started in person. Um, so I, I'll make this question kind of open since it's our end, but I guess I would just be curious to hear anything you want to share about church. Um, is it important to you? Why is it important to you? Have you missed it? Does your, do you feel closer to God now or further away? Um, would you make your kids go to church if you had kids? So let's see, we will have you go first, Sophie. Just tell us anything you want to tell us about church. What are your thoughts? I thought um, being an acolyte was really fun. That's one thing I miss, like lighting the candles and having fun with my friends and stuff. Communion, you get to just be like here, 
or be like, God bless you or something. <laughs> you have a job. You have a really important job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, my, I think my kids are probably, go- I'm probably going to make my kids go to church because it's a very important thing. And to be honest, quarantine hasn't made me feel any closer to God or any farther away from God. It just makes me feel the same. The same. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I mean, that's actually not a bad thing, I don't think. I think that's actually yeah. kind of cool that you have enough of a faith, you know, that it could stay steady for you. And Evan, if you're ready, would you tell us, you haven't been at this church quite as long, which so I would be interested to hear you might have a fresher perspective than those of us who have been here longer. Tell us about what church means to you. Um, well, I really like church because um, of, like, it's hard to explain, but, yeah. like, the wider community. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've seen pastors at, like, fill-in pastors at our church that were at, my like church from like two houses ago like a complete different neighborhood and they are were at our church filling in and it's just like amazing how caring everybody is and like there's just amazing it's just amazing like yeah it's amazing like how many people come and stuff like it's just amazing to see that kind of stuff just see all these different people gathered together yeah. So are you missing that since COVID started, or do you feel yeah, I still feel like you're part of a bigger community? I still feel like I'm part of a bigger community, but I'm all, but I also like miss going to church because of COVID. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right, Alex, take us home. Tell us about church. Um, I personally like church because, like, it's like a place you can go, like, and just think about things, like during like a sermon like you can just like hear you like hear something and then you can just apply that to situations in everyday life and then in like that makes you a better person in the long run you can just like think about things in your life that's been going on and just like tell them like let god know about this stuff um so i feel like during coronavirus like in the past like, I would pray every night, and I occasionally, like, think about, like, church-related stuff and, like, pray and, like, just think about that type of stuff. But with it, coronavirus, it almost makes you, like, every Sunday when church would normally be, like, stop and think about it on your own. Think about it. And then you just start doing that more regularly and, like, on a more daily basis. And it's just nice if you can do that. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah, so I'm just interesting hearing what you're all saying. So, so what you were saying, Sophie, about yeah, you have a place to come where you you're needed and you have an important role, and then it's kind of fun, and um, just get to be big a part of that bigger community that Evan was talking about, and just a place to think, and and just um, take the time to think about what kind of person you want to be. Those are all. I'm just recapping what you're saying so that I remember. Yeah to value all those same things about church. Well, we are just about out of time. Well, I just wanted to say that I, I really appreciate that you guys took the time to do this. And it's been really interesting to hear your thoughts. And there's some good stuff that I'm really gonna remember. So I appreciate you reminding us 
what kind of a weird transition in between spot um, this is in your life and some of the challenges that come along with that. Um, and just your encouragement to us as adults to be thoughtful and empathetic and long thinking. Thank you for all of the ways that, you know, your role at church makes us a better church and makes each one of us better people. Thanks for the ways you make me a better person. And you're also very fun to hang out with. So we appreciate you, Alex and Evan and Sophie, and all of you who are listening, we appreciate you for joining us as well. Take maybe a moment just to say a little prayer for all of our awesome young people. And um, so know that all of you who are adults, we really appreciate the ways that you um, make kids special at Unity. And thank you for making that possible. And thanks for joining us tonight. We hope you come back and join us next week for our next installation of Belief Beat. But goodbye for now.